Let's continue with what we began some two weeks ago, faith for receiving God's promises. This is the third part. If you've been watching, watching us online and there, or you've just joined us, to, joined us today, uh, we have, we started weeks ago and it's available on different platforms, YouTube and on and on and on. You can check out our website and you'll see uh, and hear and follow from the beginning. But faith for receiving God's promises. In 2 Peter chapter 1, 2 to 4, 2 Peter chapter 1, 2 to 4 says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God. Are you seeing something right there? How grace and peace is multiplied? Through the knowledge of God. Every believer ought to be living in so much peace. It's not dictated by what is going around. That is the peace of God. The Bible calls it the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. If you have knowledge, revelation knowledge concerning what he has done for your life, you live in peace. So he says, knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. As his divine power, I really do believe that divine power is the word of God. Because how has he given us all things that pertain to life and godliness? He's shown us through his word. He's given us through his word. Word and spirit. And, and through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Look at verse 4. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through this, through this what? These exceedingly great and precious promises, we may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Church, every promise of God is filled with his faith to do exactly what it says. Every promise of God is filled with his faith to do exactly what it says. Listen, there are no empty promises with God. And the, the way he did it, he filled every promise with his faith. In other words, when, when God says something, he's not saying because that's the way it's supposed to be. He says because that's the way it is. God does not live in the realm of time. God lives in eternal. He's an eternal being. And therefore, every of his promise, when received by faith, first is filled, he fills it with his faith to do exactly what he says. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 37, I want to read it uh, from different translations. He says this, Not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. Say it. For nothing is impossible with God. So not one promise from God is empty of power. Not one. Not one. Not one. Let's, let me look at another version. The Amplified Classic Version says this. For with God is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. For with God, nothing is ever impossible. 
and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. In other words, every word he speaks, listen to this, has faith in it, has faith in it for it to be fulfilled. When he says, by his stripes you are healed, church you are. Your senses may say something else. Your pain may say something else. But if you stand firm, depending on the, 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 the word of God, which is which none of us say no word from God, which shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment, it means this. Every word of God is with power and it has the possibility of it being fulfilled. Sometimes you have to read in this other time. You, you understand? You know, like sometimes when you say, uh, the translators, I don't know how it is in the original language, but you know, sometimes like when you ask people like, so how are you doing? Not bad. You see, I don't operate in that realm of not bad. You need to come to this other side. How are you doing? Good. You see what I'm talking about? What, how are you doing? Good. But look at this from the, the, yeah, let me go also concerning the promise of God. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 1.20. 2 Corinthians 1.20. For all the promises of God in him. In him who, him who? Christ. Are we in Christ? Yes, we are. For all the promises of God, they have been fulfilled. All of them of God in him are yes. Everything in him are yes. And in him, because we are in him, what do we say? Amen. You found the reason now to say amen in church than being a silent listener. Amen. For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. He has done everything, everything through his son, Jesus Christ. When you look at Hebrews chapter one, it says in, in uh, sundry times, God spoke to, to our fathers through the prophets. But in these in this last days, he has spoken to us through his son. Do you want to know the attitude of God in everything that you face? Look at the son. That's why I don't care how, what a preacher may be. If they tell you it's God's will for you to be sick and he wants to teach you something, that's wrong. That's not true. That cannot be because we see the attitude of Jesus towards sickness and disease and demons. Who is he? In him. What did he come? He came to reveal the Father. So do you want to know how God thinks? Check on Jesus. Do you want to see how God looks at the, at the sickness and disease? Check on, check, on Jesus, check on Jesus. Or look at Jesus. Do you want to see his attitude? Toward lack and insufficiency, look at Jesus. Full of compassion. Read the scriptures. Look at how he operated. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Went about doing good and healing all those who are uh, oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. That's in Acts chapter 10 verse 38. That's the anointing of God. That's the way he thinks. That's the way he operates. That's God. He doesn't put sickness on you to teach anyone a lesson. He doesn't cause lack in your life. That's not God. 
That is religion. That is a misrepresentation of a good God. Our God is good. The God of the Bible is good. He's never changed. He's good to you today. He's never changed. So all the promises of God in him are yes and amen. So what, what, look at this. I'm, I'm still speaking about the promises of God. Remember through this he has given us, this exceeding great and precious promises, he we are partakers of the divine nature. So you have to think in terms of the promises of God. Whatever he has told us, it is so. Whatever it has told us. I have things that the Lord has spoken to me so clear. Clearly. Had them so clear. Do you know what? I believe them. And I kept trusting. He doesn't live in time. You know, some, some Christians have an attitude. If he hasn't done it by the... Lord, if you haven't done it by the end of the day, I'm done. I'll not continue anymore. That's foolish. That's foolish. He said, if you follow him, you look back at the end of your life and you say, I'm so glad I did. Everything that is, I've seen manifesting is because of his goodness. Let's look at Romans 4.20. Romans 4.20, talking about Abraham. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith. So you can be strengthened in faith. He's standing, nine, he's standing almost 100 years old. He doesn't have a son. But God had promised that he was going to give him a son. And the Bible, the Bible says about, about Sarah, the deadness of, his, of her womb. But listen to this. He did not, he did not waver at, at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Can I tell you what to do when he feels like things are taking long? Start praising him. Start praising him. It's impossible for you to fail, God. It's impossible for you to fail. I praise you. I worship you. What is that doing? It's lifting up your face. What, your faith. What is that doing? It's enabling your faith to anticipate. Faith is an expectation. It's an expectation. If you're really in faith, you have an expectation. Listen. You, you, you have an expectation. Why is that so? You don't expect things to continue the way they have been in your life. You, you expect better things. What gives you the, that, that expectation? The word of God. The word of God. My life, my, my, my wife's and my life is getting better and better. Better. Wealthier. Healthier. Younger. Are you convinced about that? Hallelujah. You better be saying that. I want to go back to, uh, and I don't do it in our presence, but I had to go back to Proverbs 31 when I was getting married. Before, before actually, and he was going to get married to, the Lord told me in February 2000, they had February 2000, say, go to Proverbs 31 from verse 10. I went there, and then he told me this. This is your wife. Okay. What am I supposed to do? Declare it. Declare those scriptures. And I started declaring. And I started declaring. 
And then at the end of that year, he started speaking to me who I was going to marry. But I've been declaring that, calling those things that be not as though they were. And then I went to the Bible school, and Pastor Wade, who was Pastor Carlos' uh, uh, husband, uh, he's been in heaven, those who are visiting, but, but they're the founders of this ministry. I went to the Bible school in the class, and he said, he started giving his testimony how he got married, Pastor Carl. And he said, the Lord gave, he started saying it, the Lord gave me Proverbs 31 from verse 10. I never had anyone say it. And, he's, and he, told me, he told me, I want you to start declaring this as this is your wife. Exact thing. And then when I got to know who I was going to get married to, and I kept saying, remember you're saying, you're saying what is it? You're building up your faith. I'll be talking about some things about, about, about that actually, of saying. And then by the time it got to June, 2002, of course, I'd already known, was, no, no, no. Come on now. 2000, yeah, June 2001. You know, I'd already known who I was going to get married to. She didn't know. The Lord said, now put her name there. Stop saying, who can find a, I found a virtuous wife. Say, now I have found a virtuous wife. Her name is Tina. Now, I'm not telling you to go do what I did. And looking around in church and say, let me put her name here. <laughs> and after the service you go, you don't know the, the sister. And you say, what's your name? Uh, her name Priscilla. Okay, that's so good to meet you, Priscilla. Then in the afternoon, you say, I have found Priscilla. No, that's not what I'm talking about. You understand? That's not what I'm talking about. Allow the dealings of God. I'm giving you how he, dwelt, he dealt with me. Allow him to deal with you to show you how to receive the promise of the things that you are believing him for. What was he created in, creating in me as I was speaking? He was giving me the substance of the thing that I was hoping for. The thing, yes, you're calling your wife the thing, yes. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. A thing. He was building what? A substance in me of the thing that I was hoping for. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So what was Abraham doing? He was giving glory to God. I was saying that if you want to grow stronger and to see the fulfillment, because sometimes it's a fact. It's a fact. It's not supposed to be that way. Sometimes your faith can be stronger because you are taking time in the word of God. But sometimes you may feel like I'm weak in, this, in, in, in believing. Do you know what you are supposed to do? You start thanking him. He, listen to this. Why do you thank him? He's the author and finisher of our faith. He changes not. I may feel different today, but he doesn't change. Oh, thank you, Father. I praise you. I praise you for you are helping me, sir. I praise you until it starts coming from your heart. By revelation. And being fully convinced. It comes to that. That what he had promised. Do you see that? You have Listen, God already promised. The Bible says when you are unfaithful, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. So listen, he had promised, he has never changed. The promise, the exceeding great and precious promises that he had given to us, he's never changed. He's faithful. But what are we supposed to do? To come to a place that we are fully convinced that he had what he had promised, he was also able to perform. He not only 
promise, but he, he, has, he has not only promised, but he is able to perform. To perform. Don't, don't, don't forget that. Not only has he promised, but he has put the ability, he has the ability to perform that promise. Let me say it again, what I say. The word of God, every promise of God is filled with his faith. So when acted upon, it will do exactly what he said it will do. Because no word of God is without power. What is power? Ability to do it. Amen? You see, one can tell you like, by tomorrow, by this time, an individual, a man, tomorrow by this time, I'll give you 30 million shillings. Good. That's the promise. Do they have the ability? Do they have the ability? You see, they have said, I'll give you 30 million shillings, but check out, do they, have their, do they have the ability? What about if you saw their bank account? Their fuliza. Do they have ability? No, they don't. But listen to this. So look at this. God not only gives the promise, but is able to fulfill it. I really want you to get that. He not only gives the promise, but is able to fulfill it. So if he tells you, and you know it's God, and it's not your imagination, by tomorrow evening, You'll be 30 million dollars rich. Go and sleep. That will happen. There's a woman who told, who told Elijah, oh, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. He said it didn't matter. By the following years, she conceived. She, 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 she already had a child. Not only does he promise, church, I really want you to get this, but he's able to fulfill his promises. He has the ability. So Abraham came to this place. Why is that so in Jeremiah 1.12? Jeremiah 1.12 from the Amplified says, the latter part of which he says, I'm alert and active. I'm alert and active and watching over my word to perform it. I'm alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. I like that. I'm alert. Remember, he never, neither sleeps nor slumbers. He's alert and active, watching over his word to perform it. So my, my point there is this. Not only does he promise, he's able to perform. And how does he do it? His promise is his word. And what does he do? He's alert and active, watching over his word to perform it. Whew, you should have been shouting there. Hallelujah. 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 I had some ladies say, Hallelujah. 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 That's, in, that's intriguing. Do you know what God wants us to do? Prioritize his word above anything else. Above anything else. Above anything else. Above your feeling. Above your situation. Because many times, we even magnify the situation than the word of God. 
faith. So you see, all this time I've been speaking about the promises. Have you noticed something? Let me, let me say something again. It's a good teacher. The word of God is filled with God's faith to fulfill it. To do exactly what he says it will do. Psalm 107 verse 20 says, He sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from their destructions. He sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from their destructions. So the word of God when it's spoken, it does exactly that. Isaiah 55 verse 11 says, So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish. Accomplish. In other words, when it goes, when the word goes, it does exactly what it has been sent to do. God through his word has done everything that you may be thinking he ought to do in your life. So Jesus, come down and touch me. That's not scriptural. And we are going to see that uh, in, a, in a moment. So that's the first thing I say. Is filled with his faith. And not only that, not only does he promise, but he has the ability to perform that promise. Not only does he promise, but he has the ability to perform that promise. It's able. But many people also, Christians, they are, they are, they are there. You are able. You are able. But do you know I'm able to do it for you? What is the missing link there? I'm bringing you to this place then. And not only that, he's alert and active, watching over his word to perform it. Faith, listen to this, is what gives substance to these promises. What is faith? The, thing, the things you hope for, the promises, the things you hope for in the word, are they in the word. But faith is what gives substance to these promises. Let me explain something very easy. For anyone should know, should understand. In, in the scriptures, very clear, one of it, even 1 Timothy chapter 2, it shows us it's God's will for all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Do you know that? It's God's will for all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. My question is to you is, are all men saved? Come on. Are all men saved? Is it God's will for all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? Yes, it is. But not all men are saved. So the promise is available. And I'll ask you again, for because, because now for a believer, we can say that to an unbeliever, not all men are saved, but it's God's will for all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. What is missing? What is missing right there? That's why Romans chapter 1 says this, how can they call on him that they have not heard? They, they, no, how, they call, how can they call, chapter 10, how can they call on him of whom they have not believed? Believed. And then he says this, how can they believe if they have not heard? And then he goes this, and how can they hear without a preacher? And then he concludes verse 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What does that mean? The promise of salvation is available. 
but they must believe it. To be able to call upon, call upon, think about this, to be able to say in line without promise, to say, Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. How why they believe? They believe because they heard. You hear, you believe, you say. And can, how can they hear without a preacher? So look at this then. So the promise of salvation is available. Let me tell you something which I've prayed for with so many people. The promise of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, with the, to be baptized with the Holy Spirit as a believer, with the evidence of speaking other tongues is there. But if you go to hear a preacher tells you, no, it went away with the last apostle, you will, you will believe wrong. Wrong believing equals to wrong living. If you are taught wrong, you believe wrong, you live wrong. Though the promise is available, you'll perish, though it's available. But what about if we come along with preachers tell now, no, this is available actually. You can be baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking other tongues. And start showing you from the scriptures what will happen. You start doing what? Hearing. What is happening? Faith is coming for that promise to be fulfilled in your life. And what happens next? If you say it, you act upon it, you see the manifestation. So faith is a connector to the promises of God. That's what you need. And many times we think, let me say this, especially people who are being exposed to the word of faith, many times we think we have faith because you've heard about faith. No, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The children of Israel, every day, they're supposed to go out and pick up them, take the manna. Go, you can't sleep and say, oh, manna will, I'll find manna at noon. No, you'll find that it has turned to worms. Or it has melted. Let me, let me put that as a kind of faith. They're supposed to wake up in the morning. And do what? And go take the manna and eat in their homes. Listen this, and then if they keep, they kept the manna to eat the following day, it had worms. Because God was not going to promote laziness. <laughs> no, that's not, no, that's not the reason. But listen this, what he was looking for was their obedience. But when it got to the day before the Sabbath, until now you take for two days. For today and for the Sabbath. When they woke up, it didn't turn into worms. But let me give you a principle there. You cannot live today with yesterday's faith. You need faith for today. No wonder Jesus said this. You pray in this manner. Give us our daily bread. For man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of the Father. In other words, if I'm telling you, if you think you've heard all about faith, and you say, I think I've heard about that message, can I tell you a fact and a truth? You don't have faith. Because if you truly, you're a person, a believer of faith, you want to hear more. Why is that so? The word brings in. You know, I hear people say like, yeah, yeah, you know, we've heard that message before. 
They're backsliding. I'm serious. Ah, yeah. We've heard that. In fact, I had that message in 1969. You are, for, you are those years back there. You're over 50 years back there. Because you cannot operate with yesterday's faith. In fact, Joshua made a mistake when they are going to attack AI. Or if you come from this part of the nation, the, the, the world, you can say, to attack AI. <laughs> AI, it sounds to me like AI, ni chao. <laughs> for us, for us who speak that language from this other part of the country. Ai, ni chao. But look at this there. He made that a mistake. He said, oh, no. And that's a small city. We'll destroy them. Just send some few people to destroy that city. They, are, they ran away. Why? They started thinking of their own ability to do it. Listen, if we had gone before the Lord and said, Lord, what is the strategy for AI? He could have told him this. There's no strategy here first. You need to get rid of the sin that is in the camp. There's a man who has stolen that which is mine. You need to get rid of that sin first. You see, if he was inquiring of the Lord, he could not have gone out. But he said, we'll send that. We'll, we'll say, oh, yeah, this one, we've done it in the past. That's the way you've done it. No problem. Today, uh, it's easy, easy work. That's a defeat mentality. God wants that freshness of his promises in your heart today. So faith is what gives substance to these promises. In Hebrews 11, one I already said it. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Listen to this, church. Just merit, go back and think of, about what I'm saying. I'll let you feel your heart. Faith comes from the word of God. Faith in God comes from the word of God. I have to say that faith in God comes from the word of God. Do you know why? Do you know actually you can have faith in the devil? How is that? How is that? You keep hearing what he's saying. You keep hearing what he's saying and you keep repeating what he's saying. So what happens? You have faith in the ability of the devil to harm you. In fact, Job says, say the, the things that I fear the most has happened to me. I'm paraphrasing it, but that's exactly what it is. His fear attracted the things that he didn't want them to, want to happen in his life. But what does faith do? Faith in the word of God or faith of God comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, what's the word of God? It's the promise. The promise. The promise of that area. What is it that you are believing God for? Say, I'm believing God for $10,000. Oh, really? That's good. Where's the substance? I've heard people really say that they're believing God. I've heard people 
And I'm telling you the truth. I've had people, and verily, verily, I've had people say, I'm, I'm believing God for 12,000. You aren't. If you come to tell me you're believing God for 12,000, you're not believing God. Do you know how, what you're supposed to do? Please help me with 12,000. Because when you're believing God, you don't say. Your eyes are on him alone. Brethren, pray for me. I'm believing God for 12,000. And, and uh, you, 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 in your, actually, what it means in your heart, will you give me 12,000? Don't ever you, don't ever do that. That's not faith. That's not faith. I remember the Lord telling me this. I don't want you to borrow money from, money from anyone and I don't want you to appear like you don't have. That for me I thought was a joke. Appearance I had. <laughs> you, you know, sir, if, if the Lord tells you don't even appear like, but you know what I, I, I got to realize is the talk. There's a talk. There's a way you talk. You appear in people. And they say, yeah, believe in God. What is it? A forbass fair. <laughs> yeah, I believe in God. You want? Ask for that bus. It's your brother in the Lord. Tell them, uh, you know, um, I need bus. I need bus. I've, I've believed literally. I, I remember one, one evening I was preaching uh, in Isili, and I lived in Babadogo, and I didn't have bus. Enough. I. And I've been preaching. I've been preaching. And, and the bus fare is not enough. I mean, I, <laughs> I used to get an offering of like 30 bob. Can you imagine? Offering. People have given. You count coins as 30 bob. They are full in your pocket. They're even doing a... <laughs> the repairing of that pocket because... <laughs> it comes more than 30 bob. <laughs> but it's in your pocket. And, and I'm not supposed to borrow. I'm leaving. I remember that evening. It was late. I'm going to Baba Dog. Say, God, help me. I bought that matatu. And I realized I was believing God. Whatever is going to happen, I'm boarding it by faith. I'm going home. Do you know the conductor? Didn't know me. Didn't know me. In fact, he was an Ethiopian. He came to me and said, don't have to pay. What? That's what I was believing for anyway. I didn't pay. It had happened more than once. It happened more than once, actually. I remember one hour was picked up from the stage. They, 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 I'd ask the Lord, in fact, I'd learned about heavenly account, and I said, Lord, I will withdraw from my heavenly account my bus fare to town. I'm going to do your work anyway. And I'm, I left. I, I remember the same time I was living in Babarok. I walked to the stage. And I stood there, and the, the conductor came. You know the way there are two? Uh, one is Beba Beba, and the other one is inside. But the Beba Beba guy came. We are, we are several at the stage, several. That man came and looked at me, and he said, You, Danny, Sare. <laughs> if you have no idea what Sare means, that is a good day for you. I'm telling you, at this stage, 
I didn't stay for hours. You know the one that you've been waiting? No, no, no. Before I got to the stage, the Lord told me this. I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. And I prayed. And peace filled my mind and my heart. And he came. He said, you, sorry. Okay. My Bible. I carried my King James Bible all my, my hands. And I went and put it there. And I went in there. And, and then the conductor, inside, the one who was collecting the money, he came. And, and, and he said, he came, when he came close, this guy was at the door. He said, mm, 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 sorry. Okay. I remember the old Murangaron. Near used to be, uh, I mean, I was not to be saved. So uh, he, then it used to be, I don't know now, it's KIC, K, the former KIE. But for my caliber, that time, around there, we called it brilliant. There used to be a club. Reggae vibe. <laughs> so there was brilliant hotel there for, for my caliber. That's how we knew that was brilliant. I don't know it when you used to go there, brother. Why you? You really answered, eh? Hey. <laughs> but but <laughs> when he got there, now it's for my care. I'm telling you the truth. I remember the Lord telling me this. Davis, do you know that you cannot have even one leaf of skuma wiki unless I intervene in your life? That was so humbling because I said it with emotions in my, in my, 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 my voice. Yes, Lord, I recognize that. No wonder he says, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. I saw his intervention. Now I, had, I have many stories concerning my title because I walked in this seat with no fear, bus fear. And I'm going to preach. I mean, almost you could have called me Devi Walker. I, I walked. I walked. And they said, I remember this particular one. The Lord was teaching me that you can't go, you can't go to the service and have money and say, this one, I'm going to spend it for, for bus fare so I can't give. So I said, okay, Lord. When I go to the service, and it's been that way. When I go to the service, if that's all it is, I'll give it. And I gave my bus fare. I remember it was along uh, Accra Road. And then I was going to Ngumo after that. And then, I, then I, I, I came out of that meeting and I said, Lord, I withdraw my, account, my heavenly account. I withdraw bus fare from my heavenly account. Thank you. Don't try it. I know what I was doing. I knew the presence of God was upon me. And I went to Kenko. And I stood at the, this, the I don't remember the bus. Was it number 40 or something to go with those? I'm not sure. 42? Anyway, I went there. Anyway, I don't know. 40 something. But I went to the stage and the bus came, came and I entered. I bought it. And I sat there. And I wasn't hiding my head. You know, you know those are the days those conductors had a big machine and they used to knock people with? <laughs> I wasn't. I, I sat right there. And I remember when he got to Serena, near Onsen's Cathedral, uh, he came and, and he said, and then when I looked up, he said, oh, sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what he saw. He apologized. 
And it's not like, you know, winking. I didn't wink. You know, you, you can't wink to him if you don't have money. You'll be thrown out. You understand? I wasn't playing those games. No, no, no. I, I looked at him and said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What he said, I don't know. I went, I alighted. Say, did you not steal? No, I didn't. I had possessed what I needed. In the reality, the realm of the reality was in my heart. Don't try it. Don't try it. Don't say I went to try what Pastor Davis did. You better know the Lord. If you are going, uh, oh, when I gave my life to Christ, I had this brother. I love, this is the first man I ever had teach. It was in a youth meeting. I was 23. And he taught about believing God. He said, believing God for provision. He said one time he had been preaching. He was a young man also. Maybe he's, maybe he's five, six years older than I. But he says, that's the first, one of the first testimonies that really captivated my, my attention. He says that he was hungry. And he was in town, he'd been preaching. And he said he just missed chicken and uh, chips. And some, some whatever the things were. And then he said, he said, Lord, I'm hungry. He went into a restaurant. He sat down to eat. He said, I had no money. But I knew God is faithful. He sat down to eat. And he's about to finish. He says, I had no fear. I knew God was going to provide. He says at the end, towards the end, a couple entered and came to sit and said, we've been wanting to buy you lunch. And it hasn't happened for a long time. They paid. He left. Listen, <laughs> you can't try to go over there. You, you, you know you've seen people peeling potatoes. But... but <laughs> You, you see, that's not what I'm talking about. That's foolishness. Listen, when the substance is in you, you know it. I tell people this. But listen, I, I'm saying it in different ways so that you can see it. I can go from scripture to scripture and scripture to scripture and tell you. But I'm saying it in different ways so that you can see the simplicity of faith. Go around an eight-month pregnant or expectant woman and all men surround her and shout at the top of your lungs that she's not pregnant. She just look at you. She's expectant. And she's about to give birth to that which she is expecting. Abraham knew, had full confidence that it was impossible for God to lie, and he knew that God is, he was going to fulfill what he says he would. Why? He was full in his spiritual womb. What is that brings that fullness? Faith is the substance of things of form. The evidence, evidence of things not yet revealed to the senses, but you know them inside of you. What is that? The word of God is full of that substance. The word of God is filled with God's faith. If the word of God didn't have faith, you could not have received any faith by hearing it. But the word of God itself is full of his faith. What is his faith? His confidence 
in his word doing exactly what he says it will do. Therefore, the word of God is filled with faith. The faith which is in the word of God is God's faith. So listen to this. We have been privileged to be partakers of God kind of faith. That is church, that is his generosity. He has privileged us to be partakers of his faith. Why is that so? Because this word him and his word are one. So his word is filled with faith. If it was not so, then you could not have gotten any faith by hearing the word of God. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. His word is filled with faith, with, faith, with his faith. And God and his word are one. Therefore, when you receive the word of God, and you have that. You're meditating on that. What are you getting? You're receiving God kind of faith to have God kind of results. Or God kind of, God kind of results. That right? His results. Why? Because it is his faith in your heart to do his will. How is that, church? Let, let me say this. Let me, let me see if we can, I can bring some thoughts here before we wind up. So we have that same faith of God. The human spirit, remember God spoke, uh, Jesus spoke to Nicodemus and he said this, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That is born of the spirit is spirit. That's in John chapter 3 verse 6. So the human spirit is born of God. It, it is born of, the Bible says, incorruptible seed. What is that seed? The word of God. What is that word of God? The faith of God. So the human spirit actually has great capacity, probably, to be developed to carry the full God kind of, God, God kind of faith. Because it's born of God. Can I ask you a question? Let me see if I can put it in a way that you can understand it. Okay. What is the capability, capability of a baby elephant? Is that the right question? You English major? <laughs> What's the capability of a baby elephant? It's elephant. Mama elephant. A full elephant. You may see that little thing, but listen to this. The ability in that elephant, baby elephant, is an elephant. It's a mature elephant. It's a matter of time, it will come to that full, 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 fullness. Listen to this. The ability in man's born again human spirit is God. No wonder he said in Genesis 1.26, let us create man in our image, in our likeness. Let them have dominion. But what do believers many times say? Oh yeah, oh we are just worms, Father. We are just little worms. We are all sinners. Don't include me in that. I'm born again. 
I'm born again. He said, that's not right thinking. Listen, that is the this thinking that has, has been influenced by unrenewed mind. Knowledge, I mean, uh, uh, sense knowledge. Has nothing to do with faith. Faith is revealed. And that's why you have to believe God when you're reading his word for revelation to come in your heart. Because when it's revealed in your heart, you have that God kind of faith to have God kind of results. Darkness was outside. He said, light be. Imagine if he said, oh, it's dark. How dark could it have been? All right, having said that, so we have the same faith of God since it's coming from his word. Him and his word are one. So look at this 2 Corinthians 4.13, what it says. Quickly, I'm, I'm getting ready to end up. Unless you protest that you want me to continue until 4 o'clock. And you know I can. Because I have the one who strengthens me. So no one is protesting. Ashes, can you see any hand of any person protesting that they want us to continue until 4 o'clock? No hand. Okay, fine. They're hungry. Now look at this then. <laughs> so remember, look at this, look at this. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, this is what we do. I believed, and therefore I spoke. We also do what? Believe, and therefore speak. Remember the scripture we read in Romans chapter 10? It says this, the word is near you. I'm showing you how to activate that faith. This is how you activate that faith. The word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. But look at this. How can they call on him that they have not believed? And how can they believe without having heart? Am I saying it right? I'm saying it right. Now Martin tells me I'm saying it right. But because Martin is not the Bible, let me go to the Bible. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but look at this then. He says this. Verse, verse 14, Romans 10, 14. How then shall they call on him? Oh, let, let, let go, go back to verse 13. Because he's talking about saving faith. How do you get born again? For whoever shall call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. All right? How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? So they can't call, which is voicing out on him that they have not what? Believed. And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? You cannot have faith for something you haven't heard. You cannot. But listen to this. When you start hearing either was of was the word of God or was of the devil, you start believing something. You know, people say, you know, I don't believe anything. I'm, I'm an atheist. No, they do. They have every kind of unbelief of was of the devil. Listen, no one can have an empty heart. It is filled with something. Can I give you an illustration? How to see? There cannot be an empty heart. Remember Jesus said the word is the seed, according to Mark chapter 4. And the earth is the soil. All right? So, 
it's, it's going to start raining soon. Prepare, I mean, have your land and say, this time I'm not going to raise up anything. Whatever the earth wants to raise up, it will. Good. You'll have plenty of weeds. Can I give you what that means exactly? This is what many Christians say. We leave all that to God. Weeds. You haven't left it to God. We know we've left all that to God. People say that. And it's not like they're in faith. In other words, whatever he wants to do, do, no, 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 I tell you the truth. The second Corinthians 4, 4 talks of the devil, of the God of this world. He will raise weeds in your garden. So don't say I leave this all to God. The reality is this, he left it all to you. Can you imagine a sinner saying, I'm not going to get born again, I've left all that to God. You know where he's going to end up. So how shall they believe on him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? That's why I'm here. I'm sending you an invoice right now. That's why I'm here. So you see what? You hear, then what happens? You believe. You believe, you say, the word of God is near you, it's in your mouth and in your heart. Let me say something. It starts with your mouth. Because what you say, you may not start by believing, but you, what you say, you believe. And when you believe, you say. And when you say, you believe. And when you believe, you say. And when you say, you believe. So more, the more you have the word of God in your mouth, the more it's getting into your heart. So that it can affect what? Your belief system. And when you believe, you say. You cannot believe enough without saying. And the more you say, you start acting. And therefore, faith with works brings forth what? Results of the promise that you expect. That's not university level. That's kindergarten. Elementary, is that so? But it's a, it's, a, it's a process. Do you know you can say a lie long enough until you believe it? Come on now. You can say a lie long enough until you believe it. Until you are put before the lie detector and it doesn't even detect it's a lie because you believe. Oh, oh yeah. So look at this. The principle is this. When you're saying, he says in, 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 um, in Joshua 1.8, Joshua 1.8 says this, this book of the law. What is that? The word of God. Shall not depart from your mouth. What does that mean? You are saying it. The word of faith. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, that is the word of faith which we preach. So the word of faith will, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate that word is matter. That word is speaking for, hearing, you're saying. There. And the more you say, the more you're hearing. The more you're hearing, the more faith is coming. I believe every one of us believe what we say. Oh, let me say, no, no, no. No, let me, no there, are many, there are people who don't believe what they say. Because they'll tell you and they know they're not going to do that. But I believe many of us think our ideas are better than the others. Huh? If you don't think that way, then you are in a big place. You need prayers of faith. 
But, but because you believe the things that you say, yeah, that's a good, you know, you know what? That's my good idea and I want us to do this. Many times, because we believe, we, we be, there, is a, there is an inside of us, we are confident, we can say something and we believe. Isn't this? When you start saying the word of God, you start hearing it. What is coming in your heart is faith. It's faith. And look at this. He says this. You shall meditate in it. So meditating is that not closing your eyes and keeping quiet. You're saying something. You see, it's not departing from your mouth. And then he says this. Day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Observe to do. You say it long enough until you start acting on it. Because you have believed what you've said. It affects even that the way you act. You, you, it affects, you know, the more you do it, the more natural it becomes to you that we need to do it this way. Now look at this, then he says this. For then God will make your way prosperous and God will enable you to have good success. That's what he says, that's so. Is that what he says? Are you only in church or you left for lunch? Is that what he says? No. Look at this. Let me show you then, like what I told you, the word of God is filled with his faith. God knows the power, the ability in his word. Then when he says it, he knows he's going to do exactly that. So look at this. He says this. The word, is, the word of faith which you preach is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. In other words, I have given you all that you need to make your way prosperous and have good success. So put your trust. The way I trust my word and the way I have faith in my word, put your faith in my word and you'll have the results that I've said is yours according to every promise that I've said, that, that I have given you. Because the healing, in fact, healing is not a promise. It's a fact. When you find that in 1 Peter 2.24, it's not a promise, it's a fact. God is filled with God's faith. If the word of God didn't have faith, you could not have received any faith by hearing it. But the word of God itself is full of his faith. What is his faith? His confidence in his word, doing exactly what he says it will do. Therefore, the word of God is filled with faith. The faith which is in the word of God is God's faith. So listen to this. We have been privileged to be partakers of God's kind of faith. That is church, that is his generosity. He has privileged us to be partakers of his faith. Why is that so? Because this word, him and his word are one. So his word is filled with faith. If it was not so, then you could not have gotten any faith by hearing the word of God. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. His word is filled with faith, with, faith, with his faith. And God and his word are one. Therefore, when you receive the word of God and you have that, you're meditating on that, what are you getting? You're receiving God kind of faith to have God kind of results or God kind of, God kind of results. Is that right? His results. 
Why? Because it is his faith in your heart to do his will. How is that, church? Let, let me say this. Let me, let me see if we can, I can bring some thoughts here before we wind up. So we have that same faith of God. The human spirit, remember God spoke, uh, Jesus spoke to Nicodemus and he said this, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That is born of the spirit is spirit. That's in John chapter 3 verse 6. So the human spirit is born of God. It, ha, it is born of, the Bible says, incorruptible seed. What is that seed? The word of God. What is that word of God? The faith of God. So the human spirit actually has great capacity, probably, to be developed to carry the full God kind of, God, God kind of faith. Because it's born of God. Can I ask you a question? Let me see if I can put it in a way that you can understand it. Okay. What is the capability, capability of our baby elephant? Is that the right question? You English major? <laughs> What's the capability of a baby elephant? It's elephant. Mama elephant. A full elephant. You may see that little thing, but listen to this. The ability in that elephant, baby elephant, is an elephant. It's a mature elephant. It's a matter of time, it will come to that full, 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 fullness. Listen to this. The ability in man's born-again human spirit is God. No wonder he said in Genesis 1.26, let us create man in our image, in our likeness. Let them have dominion. But what do believers many times say? Oh yeah. Oh, we are just worms, Father. We are just little worms. We are all sinners. Don't include me in that. I'm born again. I'm born again. He said, that's not right thinking. Listen, that is the this thinking that has, has been influenced by unrenewed mind. Knowledge, I mean, uh, uh, sense knowledge. Has nothing to do with faith. Faith is revealed. And that's why you have to believe God when you're reading his word for revelation to come in your heart. Because when it's revealed in your heart, you have that God kind of faith to have God kind of results. Darkness was outside. He said, light be. Imagine if he said, oh, it's dark. How dark could it have been? All right. Having said that, so we have the same faith of God since it's coming from his word. Him and his word are one. So look at this 2 Corinthians 4.13, what it says. Quickly, I'm, I'm getting ready to end up. Unless you protest that you want me to continue until 4 o'clock. And you know I can. Because I have the one who strengthens me. So no one is protesting. Ashes, can you see any hand of any person protesting that they want us to continue until 4 o'clock? 
No hand. Okay, fine. They are hungry. Now look at this then. <laughs> so remember, look at this, look at this. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, this is what we do. I believed, and therefore I spoke. We also do what? Believe, and therefore speak. Remember the scripture we read in Romans chapter 10? It says this, the word is near you. I'm showing you how to activate that faith. This is how you activate that faith. The word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. But look at this. How can they call on him that they have not believed? And how can they believe without having heard? Am I saying it right? I'm saying it right. Now Martin tells me I'm saying it right. But because Martin is not the Bible, let me go to the Bible. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but look at this then. He says this. Verse, verse 14, Romans 10, 14. How then shall they call on him? Oh, let, let, let go, go back to verse 13. Because he's talking about saving faith. How do you get born again? For whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. All right? How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? So they can't call, which is voicing out on him that they have not what? Believed. And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? You cannot have faith for something you haven't heard. You cannot. But listen to this, when you start hearing either words of words, the word of God or words of the devil, you start believing something. You know, people say, you know, I don't believe anything. I'm, I'm an atheist. No, they do. They have every kind of unbelief of words of the devil. Listen, no one can have an empty heart. It is filled with something. Can I give you an illustration? How to see? There cannot be an empty heart. Remember, Jesus said the word is the seed, according to Mark chapter 4. And the earth is the soil. Alright? So, it's, it's going to start raining soon. Prepare, I mean, have your land and say, this time I'm not going to raise up anything. Whatever the earth wants to raise up, it will. Good. You'll have plenty of weeds. Can I give you what that means, exactly? This is what many Christians say. We leave all that to God. Weeds. You haven't left it to God. We know we've left all that to God. People say that. And it's not like they're in faith. In other words, whatever he wants to do, do, no, 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 I tell you the truth. The second Corinthians 4, 4 talks of the devil, of the God of this world. He will raise weeds in your garden. So don't say I leave this all to God. The reality is this, he left it all to you. Can you imagine a sinner saying, I'm not going to get born again. I've left all that to God. You know where he's going to end up. So how shall they believe on him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? That's why I'm here. I'm sending you an invoice right now. <laughs> That's why I'm here. 
So you see what? You hear, then what happens? You believe. You believe, you say. The word of God is near you, it's in your mouth and in your heart. Let me say something. It starts with your mouth. Because what you say, you may not start by believing, but you, what you say, you believe. And when you believe, you say. And when you say, you believe. And when you believe, you say. And when you say, you believe. So more, the more you have the word of God in your mouth, the more it's getting to your heart. So that it can affect what? Your belief system. And when you believe, you say. You cannot believe enough without saying. And the more you say, you start acting. And therefore, faith with works brings forth what? Results of the promise that you expect. That's not university level. That's kindergarten. Elementary, is that so? But it's a, it's, a, it's a process. Do you know you can say a lie long enough until you believe it? Come on now. You can say a lie long enough until you believe it. Until you are put before the lie detector and it doesn't even detect it's a lie because you believe. Oh, yeah. So look at this. The principle is this. When you're saying, it says in, 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 um, in Joshua 1.8, Joshua 1.8 says this, this book of the law. What is that? The word of God. Shall not depart from your mouth. What does that mean? You are saying it. The word of faith. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, that is the word of faith which we preach. So the word of faith will, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate that word is matter. That word is speaking forth, hearing, you're saying. The, and the more you say, the more you're hearing. The more you're hearing, the more faith is coming. I believe every one of us believe what we say. And, oh, let me say, no, no, no. No, let me, no there, may, there are people who don't believe what they say. Because they'll tell you and they know they're not going to do that. But I believe many of us think our ideas are better than the others. Huh? If you don't think that way, then you are in a big place. You need prayers of faith. But, but because you believe the things that you say, yeah, that's a good, you know, you know what? That's my good idea and I want us to do this. Many times, because we believe, we, we be, there, is a, there is an inside of us, we are confident we can say something and we believe. Isn't this? When you start saying the word of God, you start hearing it. What is coming in your heart is faith. It's faith. And look at this. It says this. You shall meditate in it. So meditating is that not closing your eyes and keeping quiet. You're saying something. You see, it's not departing from your mouth. And then it says this. Day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Observe to do. You say it long enough until you start acting on it. Because you have believed what you say. It affects even that the way you act. You, you, it affects, you know, the more you do it, the more natural it becomes to you that we need to do it this way. Now look at this, then he says this. For then God will make your way prosperous and God will enable you to have good success. That's what he says, that's so? Is that what he says? Are you only in church or you left for lunch? Is that what he says? No. 
Look at this. Let me show you then, like what I told you, the word of God is filled with his faith. God knows the power, the ability in his word. Then when he says it, he knows he's going to do exactly that. So look at this. He says this. The word, is, the word of faith which you preach is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. In other words, I have given you all that you need to make your way prosperous and have good success. So put your trust. The way I trust my word and the way I have faith in my word, put your faith in my word and you'll have the results that I've said is yours according to every promise that I've said, that, that I have given you. Because the healing, in fact, healing is not a promise. It's a fact. When you find that in 1 Peter 2.24, it's not a promise, it's a fact. So the, he himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that I be as been dead to sins, my deed for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. That's a fact. It's already done. It's already been done. Look at this. So he says this. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. That's the word of God. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. In other words, you act on it because it's full in your heart. This is what the word is going to do. You will, because of my word, you'll make your way prosperous and then you'll have what? Good success. Do you see that you cannot leave it all to God? Because he left it all to us by giving us his word, which he called exceeding great and precious promise. Quickly, as I wind up. This is the third winding up. The second one. A good preacher can do even five. So the, you activate the promises of God with what? By faith. Second Corinthians 5, 7. I'm going to read several, <laughs> several versions actually. The, the amplified version says this. Is that Amplified. First one is Amplified Version says this. For we walk by faith, not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. I love that. I wish they could have put it up there. That's the Amplified. It says this. Uh, For we walk by faith. For we walk by faith. That, that's the Amplified. Not Amplified, classic Amplified. It says this, for we walk by faith, that's still amplified, for we walk by faith, look at this, for we walk by faith, not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. Let's say it after me, for I walk by faith, not by sight, living my life in a manner consistent with my confident belief in God's promises. You're activating your faith. You walk by faith, not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. So if you're walking by faith and not by sight, you will live in a manner confident in God's promises. What does that mean? Oh, I'm broke. No, you can't talk that, that language. You, the moment you keep saying you are broke, that's what you, you may not, it may not happen the first time you said it. You said, but look at this, you're saying broke, you're having faith in being broke. Until your heart produces that, broke, brokenness. 
I think bro- brokenness, foolishness. I think that's bad. You see what I'm saying? Now, now look at this thing. So let me give you something. Let me say something here. Now, when you look at the promises of God and you start saying them, you're sowing in, in your heart, that promise. Because faith is in your mouth and in your heart. But look at this. I, I like saying it in this manner. You are saying the promise of God for you, not for anyone else. So don't go, go you know, quoting scripture. I'm, praise God, I have a 10 million shillings. No. You will be persecuted. And that promise will be taken away from you. But listen to this. The confession of the word of God is not for your neighbor. It's for you. Oh yeah. The confession of the word of God is not for your neighbor. So listen, you can't go telling sinners, oh praise God, I am 100, 200,000 shillings richer by tomorrow. Sinners will think you've lost your mind. And some, someone believing believers the same thing. So confessing, confession of the word of God is not for you and for your neighbor. The confession of the word of God is for you. He tells, he tells Joshua that in 1.8. Because when you confess the word of God, you are feeding your heart with the promise. And when the need arises, your heart will feed your mouth with the promise. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So now you're confessing the word of God. You are feeding your heart. Your mouth if, if you allow your mouth to feed your heart, the way you like your mouth feeding your stomach. Can I tell you something? When the need arises, your heart will feed your mouth. Because out of the abundance of the seeds you've sown in your heart, Jesus says in, in Matthew 12, 35, I think 36, the mouth speaks. You cannot regurgitate that which you've not eaten. You know better. And listen this. You cannot regurgitate. Is that regurgitate or regurgitate? Regurgitate what you have not eaten. You, you, you eat a samosa, you'll regurgitate a samosa. Belge, a samosa. If you've been drinking water, you will not belge any water because it's a vapor. Because what is not substance, the food is a substance. And faith is a substance of things. Of, anyway, just kidding a bit. But 2 Corinthians 5, 7, listen this to the New Living Translation, what it says. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Oh, you have to confess that. Say it. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Say I. For I live by believing and not by seeing. That's true faith. I believe. I live by believing and not by seeing. Listen to this from the, uh, the Passion Translation. Let's say it together. For I, for I live by faith, not by what I see with my eyes. So don't be moved by what you're seeing now. You can tell your neighbor that. Don't be moved by what I'm, you're seeing now. And then you can tell them, I see you in the future. And you look much better than you do right now. 
That's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. I see you in the future, and you look much better than you do right now. So how, that's how you activate your, the promise. It's the word. It's near you in your mouth and in your, in, your, in, your, in your mouth and in your heart. Let me wind up by saying this. So remember we have what? The same spirit of faith. In fact, 2 Peter, let me see if I go there. 2 Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 1, it says this. Simon Peter, a born servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, look at this, who have obtained like precious faith. Like is what? Same, same. So you know, someone tells you like, you know, oh, praise God, church. The, the faith of the apostles went with the last apostle. That's, that's, you understand? That's not the Bible. Peter says this, we have received what? Like precious faith. Why? Because Peter didn't have, so to speak, his own faith. The author and finish of the faith, of faith we've received is Jesus. And Jesus is a living word. So he says you have like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. We have the same spirit of faith. We can do what the word of God says we can do. If I find it in the scriptures, you can have it. What's the promise? The word. What are you believing for? Have you looked for it from the word? Have you gone to that bag of seeds, which is the word of God, to take the seed that you need to plant in your heart so that it can produce what you're believing for? You cannot believe higher than the knowledge you have. I'm believing God for wake up one day in Jupiter. You know how many gases are there? Or can I, can I, then I'll ask you a question. What is the basis of your believing? You see, our believing must have what? The base or basis is what? Believing, word of God. Stand up on your feet, please. You really shouted in this message. Oh, you did. Praise God. You see what I'm doing? I'm calling those things that be not so there. You really shouted and you are alert. Praise God. You're, you're protesting that you go to 4 p.m. Or oh, that one you didn't want to say anything. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise God. Hey, give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what faith does? Rejoices. Exactly what it, that's what it does. Faith rejoices. Now, I, I told you I had, I've had so many stories of bus fare. And, and, and I'm telling you, when you don't, you don't have anything, but you're believing God for I remember again when he told me that, uh, he, I remember one morning I said, God, you have to help me. Because I don't have money. I didn't have money. And then, uh, then he told me this. 
No, this was the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. I didn't hear a voice, but this was the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Anyone can rejoice and be glad and be happy when everything is working out right. It takes a man of faith to rejoice when nothing is working because remember they are, they are not putting their trust in what they are seeing. They are putting their trust in, on, on, in God's word. I'm telling you, I remember I needed to rejoice. You know the one that you just, you just have to believe God to rejoice? Abraham hoped against hope. Hope against hope. I'm telling you, I started rejoice. And you can get to the word of God and, I, and start rejoice. And I rejoice. And I rejoice. And I, I remember we were in Kassara and we were going for Wednesday prayer meeting. I mean, Wednesday prayer service. And I, and I started rejoice. And I rejoiced. And I didn't have anything. In fact, I was thinking like, after prayer, no thoughts like after prayer, how am I going home? I remember one time telling the devil that he said, no, now this night, you will not go home, you are going to sleep in town. He said, devil, have you ever, never, ever, ever seen me sleep in town? God always makes a way. I didn't come in town just for the sake of coming. You see, if you go to town for the sake of, what are you doing? Oh, I just wanted to go around. What are you doing? You're just checking. Checking for what? But if my going there was on purpose, I was going to serve in the church that I was in. But listen to this. You always provide. I remember when I rejoiced, a certain brother came to me for Wednesday prayer. And we had been with him earlier. He said, you know the, the time we parted ways? Uh, I knew in my heart I was supposed to give you this money. I said, Okay. He gave me the money. I was with him. He left. But that which is mine does not live in people's pockets or bank accounts. <laughs> you know sir, what, it, what that means? That which is mine. Do you remember God speaking to Abimelech in Genesis 20 at night? When he took, uh, he took Sarah, it was in the, in, the, in, the, in the palace. Abimelech, God spoke to him a heathen king at night in a dream you are a dead man when it's in some mine in someone else's bank accounts it will come even if it takes in a dream you are <laughs> that's what you need to activate your faith listen to this in God's provision church like Miss Ruth was saying stop being limited by things that are happening around and start taking the unlimited ability of God in you through the faith in God. Prioritize the word. Talk the word. Speak the word. Pray the word. Don't pray the problem. I'll be teaching about confession of the word. Confession of the word, you are speaking the results. You are speaking the solution. But many people pray the problem. God, you see me. You see me, Father. You see me, God, of nothing. Of nothing. That's what you're calling. That's what you're calling. You're calling that nothing. Why would you be calling for that which you already have? Why don't you call for the thing that you expect? That's what prayer is. Praying the word of God is praying the results. He himself bore my sins 
in his own body on the tree that I have been dead to sins my live for righteousness by whose stripes I was healed what is you are saying the result and that which you keep seeing you will you will manifest just lift up your hands and bless the lord and worship him hallelujah thank you lord oh we worship you and thank you lord for your word hallelujah hallelujah let it be solo for to you the sacrifice of praise faith rejoices you alone are holy you alone are worthy you deserve the Because he's the author and finish of our faith. He's the author and finish of our faith, and we praise him. Hallelujah! He's in your heart. Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Father, we do thank you for your living word. Your word is full of faith. Your words are spirit. and life they are filled with spirit life thank you for the seed of your word father in the name of jesus i command sickness to be removed from god's people in the name of jesus i break every oppression of the enemy in the name of jesus i speak to that tumor dissipate in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus i break migraine headaches and everything that does not represent the kingdom of god i break your power now in the name of Jesus i release god's provision you sent your word and healed us and delivered us from all our destruction father thank you for you supply seed to the sower and bread for food i thank you for the provision of the seed and things that god your people are believing you for thank you for faith rising concerning god's provision thank you for faith rising concerning god's healing thank you for faith rising concerning god's prosperity Lord I praise you. I bless their homes and I thank you Father for your goodness. In Jesus name. Amen. Say I live by what I believe will happen. Not by what I can see. I say again, I live by what I believe will happen. 
not by what I can see. Say it, Lennon. You know, you know, and someone say, I believe by what I believe will happen. And you say, I live by what I believe will happen. That's not sink. I know you're not in sink. Is it in sink? Yes. yes. But, but listen to this. I live by believing and not by seeing. I live by believing and not seeing. Not by seeing. For I live by faith. Not by what I see with my eyes. I live by faith. Not by what I see with my eyes. I have a privilege. Because I have the God kind of faith. I have his word. And his word is the word of faith. That's who you are. Amen. Yeah, you can praise. That's who you are. That's who you are. Praise God.